Today, I'm speaking with Stacy Phillips. Stacy is a holistic health educator formally trained in functional nutrition who understands complete wellness is achieved by focusing healing on each individual's unique needs rather than just the gut. We're going to be talking about her journey with MS, from advocating for her own holistic healing to now guiding others with autoimmune disorders to do the same. You're listening to The Inspired Way, stories of everyday heroines, real-life inspiration. I'm your host, transformational coach and connection catalyst, C.J. Rivard. Join me weekly to hear real-life inspiration and tips for tackling your life's challenges. Each week, you'll hear from a relatable woman who shares about her struggles and the tools she used to work through them. By being women of courageous action, vision, and ongoing evolution, each of us can create a ripple of positive impact, and together, we'll create a wave of change. Join us. All right, welcome back. I am so thrilled to be able to be here with Stacy Phillips and introduce you to her. This is going to be a great conversation. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. So just to get us started, they heard a little about you in the intro, but where are you calling in from today? So I live in the middle of Ohio. So right now it's sunny, but cold, and that's okay. Yeah. Awesome. Middle of the U.S. there. So tell us a little about you. Do you have a family and what do you do when you're not working? (laughs) I actually love what I do. So you can ask my family. I'm in my office quite a bit doing tons of research on what I do. But yes, so my husband and I have six kids between us and we are raising our teenage grandsons, which I have to tell you is quite a challenge on itself. Anyone that's ever raised grandkids or anyone that's ever raised teenagers, you know, it's (laughs) it's extremely challenging. But what I do in my off time, I absolutely love spending time with my all of my grandchildren. Um, I have grandchildren that range from 13 all the way down to five months. And so I absolutely, I absolutely love, I'm madly in love with my grandchildren and I love being around them. And, and so I love to spend as much time with them as I possibly can. And how many grandkids? Um, we have six. So we're hoping with, with six kids between us that we're going to have way more. I <laughs> Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. Oh, that's awesome. And it sounds like they're all nearby currently. So you are. Um, Well, we actually have two that are in North Carolina. My son is in the military. And so we get to watch them grow up on FaceTime, the two littlest ones, which are two and the five month old. But every night we do bath time and they know exactly who I am. And thank God for FaceTime. Thank God for FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. We're that, you know, people say we have too much technology, we're on it too much. And I agree, but boy, there are some things that you just wouldn't want to trade. That's awesome. Absolutely. Well, oh, and did you, do you have a quote to get us started that you'd like to share? Yeah. So one of the things that I like to preface and everything that I do is what doesn't challenge us doesn't change us. So that that's kind of what the motto I live by. Wow. Such a great one. It's true. I have one I like to share. I'm going to get it wrong now. Sailors aren't made in a calm sea or something like that. 
I live by the water. So oh, there you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, something like that. And it's so true. That's a great one. So speaking of not calm seas, Stacy, you have an incredible story. So I can't wait to have it shared. So Stacy has MS and take us back to when you were diagnosed or how you were diagnosed and yeah, just that process and what that was like back in the day. Sure. So I was unofficially diagnosed with multiple sclerosis at 19 and officially diagnosed at 21, which is unusual. I mean, that is a very young age. I was working in traditional medicine as a nurse. I'm working in nursing. And uh, once I got the diagnosis, realized that I didn't, at working in nursing, I only saw what was in stages of MS. And so I decided that nursing wasn't necessarily where I wanted to be because I didn't want people depending on me. So I went on and, and started working more in the business end when I got an additional college degree in the business end and started working much more with numbers because that, you know, no one depends on you as much with numbers for their life. And so I worked, started working in business and I started working, I worked at a, at a university in Ohio and just decided that the stress, unfortunately, of the job and everything that was going on, I took a sabbatical and decided to start doing some alternative things went and got a brick and mortar alternative medicine uh, wellness facility. And then unfortunately with Corona, we're closed right now and decided I wasn't okay with just not doing anything that my whole goal is really to help people with autoimmune diseases, as well as help myself, because everything that I learn, I implement. And I want to make sure that whatever I'm doing, I'm healing myself. And I want to save part of my family because I have MS and what they said was, oh, it may be genetic, which we'll get to, but that's, I don't think that's completely true. I wanted to make sure I safeguarded my, all of my family as yeah. well. And so everything that I definitely roll out to them and they kind of jokingly say that now I'm the tree hugging mom um, because I love it. every time I see something, I'm like, um, could we change that a little bit? And they're like, oh my gosh, mom, stop. But I said, you know, now that we know, you don't know yeah. what you don't know. And now yeah. that you do know, you have the choice to make the change. And that's what it's about. It's about choices but it's about giving you the knowledge to make those informed choices yeah. as well. So when you were 19, what was the process like? What were your symptoms and what were you told about being diagnosed? Um, so a lot of people, a lot of people have symptoms and they don't, they don't know why, or we kind of blow them off. And the, when we go, start to go to the doctors, when our symptoms get to the point where we can't ignore, when we mm -hmm. start with an early in an autoimmune disease, we have symptoms and we'll go to the doctor and they'll do lab work and testing and x-rays and they won't find anything. That's the beginning stages of inflammation and things going on in your body. So when your body starts to give you symptoms, whether it's anything from acne to joint pain to back pain, anything like that, that's your body's way of saying there's something going on wrong here. And when I was 19, I started having some numbness and tingling in my hands and feet and didn't really think anything of it and thought, well, I got a pinched nerve in my back. So I went to a chiropractor and he said, can I ask if you ever had an MRI? And I said, well, no. And he said, well, I'm not going to touch you until you do. So I went to and had an MRI done. He ordered an MRI and within not even a week, of course, this is 30 years ago. So I want everybody to think this was pre-HIPAA. Within probably a week, the neurologist at a local hospital in the area contacted me and said, here's the deal. You either have a brain cancer or you have MS because you have lesions on your brain. And at the time working in healthcare, I said, okay, so which is worse? Because I had seen both. And I said, I'll take MS if I get the choice, which obviously I didn't have the choice. 
and then we went on and did some additional testing. And yes, I had, I had multiple sclerosis and at that point decided to do the traditional route and take disease modifying medication. Right. So which, what, did the medication help arrest it for a while? You were so young. I don't know because the okay. symptoms, I, yeah, I don't know. I can tell you, unfortunately, having been on the medication for a long period of time did cause a lot of horrible side effects for me. And I wish I would have known what that would have looked like at the time to make an informed decision at that point right. as well. So. Right. I know, I know you're passionate about all the knowledge and the informed decisions now. It's so important. So tell me, well, first of all, let me back up a minute because you're talking about autoimmune disease. And I said, when we first got on this call, I mentioned, I'm not really sure. I hear about that a lot, but I'm not exactly sure what that means or what other than MS might make up an autoimmune disease. So what an autoimmune disease is, is it actually just your autoimmune is, is attacking your body. And the problem with that is that it's not always because your autoimmune system doesn't know exactly what it's doing. There are, there are implications in that. And so I don't want to go off on a tangent, but like in in the case of gluten, gluten mimics very closely the same tissue as the thyroid. And so when the immune system is trying to break down a predator or an intruder, it looks at breaking down the proteins of the gluten as well but then it doesn't, it can't recognize that the, the thyroid isn't also an intruder. And so it's not that the autoimmune, autoimmune system is overactive or not working properly. It's that it can't identify a lot of the things that are going on. So it actually starts attacking our body. And an autoimmune disease is really just a clump of symptoms. And if you take one away or add another one, then you change the diagnosis. And so So a lot of people, when they're having symptoms, once you get the diagnosis of an autoimmune disease, it's just like, oh, okay, I got a diagnosis now. Mm -hmm. And knowing that an autoimmune disease is just a clump of symptoms. And so MS, Parkinson's, lupus, they all are very, very similar. You just kind of take one away or add one symptom here or there. And unfortunately, when you have one autoimmune disease, you are way more apt. I think you it's like 50% more apt to have several autoimmune diseases. And so one of what people don't really understand too is acne is an autoimmune disease. Right now on the books, there are 80 diagnosed autoimmune diseases, and there are 50 million people in the United States alone who are suffering either with a diagnosed autoimmune disease or symptoms that are leading to an autoimmune disease diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And so if you know of anyone that's got arthritis, they have any, any kind of symptom that's going on, they are in an autoimmune process. So pretty much all of us are in some sort of process of inflammation or an autoimmune process. Okay. So that's why I hear that so often. We, <laughs> we all have yes. it at some point. So what prompted you to look toward alternate means or, you know, take me from 19 to what was going on when you started looking beyond the medication you were on or, or what have you. So I really didn't start looking for alternative means until the disease started to progress. And then, so I was the disease modifying drug that I was on. They wanted to change it to another one and they had to do a test. 
And in order to, to go on this medication, you had, to, you had to see if you tested positive. I believe it's called the JC virus. If you do test positive, you cannot take a medication because it actually causes a brain infection that is incurable, that is actually fatal. And when they decided to do the testing, the doctor didn't say anything. And he put me on this medication. I changed doctors. And when he looked at my records, he said, do you realize you tested positive for the virus? And he said, but it was just a little positive. And I turned to him and said, so is that kind of like being a little pregnant? How can you be <laughs> a little positive? <laughs> yeah. and, and why are you jeopardizing my safety and risking me getting a brain infection that's fatal for a little bit positive? It says if you're positive at all. And at that point, I realized my physician is not, is not necessarily the best person I needed to be depending on. I need to start being my own advocate. Mm-hmm. And so I really started looking about what if there was something different? And because the disease had progressed, I wasn't in a situation to be doing like exercise, like a normal person and doing things like I could have previously. And so I just buckled down and thought, oh my gosh, if if this is the case, and what if my children get, I mean, my whole goal has been not necessarily just about me is what have I done to my children? Mm -hmm. And I know that that's, I haven't done anything to them but I would hate it if they were to get an autoimmune disease and then I have to watch them progress or something like yeah. this happen to them. So it really was about how do I heal myself and how do I keep them safe? But the other thing really was when the disease started, before the disease started to progress, I decided to mark everything off my bucket list because I thought, you know what, I'm going to end up in a wheelchair. So here's what I got to do. So I jumped out of an airplane. I got a motorcycle. I got tattoo. I whitewater wrapped I mean, you name it. I was checking it off my bucket list because I knew I wasn't going to be able to do those later. When my mother actually said, why do you, do you have like a death wish? And I said, no, here's the deal. When I'm sitting on the front porch, rocking my grandbabies, I want scars and I want stories because that may be all I have. And so I, and I took, I mean, I have pictures and videos and everything. And then I realized I don't want to sit in a wheelchair. I don't want to have scars and stories without having experiences with them. And so I just dug deep and thought, you know what, I'm going to find out exactly what's going on. And when the disease started to progress, like I said, I took a sabbatical from work and started my, started doing my research and then realized people need to know about these things Mm -hmm. and started my own alternative holistic health and wellness facility and started implementing all kinds of really cool things and seeing amazing, amazing results. But the other part of that was it got me in contact with other people who were struggling with an autoimmune disease. And that gave me an opportunity to interview them and find out their story and then figure out from there how my story kind of mirrored theirs and what I could do to help. And, and then with Corona, unfortunately, the business has closed, but I thought that I don't want to stop. And so it became virtual then. So that was, it's been to me, Corona has been a blessing. I'm not going to lie. It's given me an opportunity to take a step back and think, how do I help? Yeah. How do I help more people? Because having a brick and mortar is great for the, for the surrounding community, but how do I help more people? Because this, yeah. this information needs to get out there and it needs to come from somebody who's been on the battleground. And, and you can't ask for anybody any different than somebody that's had a autoimmune disease since they were 19. And it's progressed to a point where, and I've had like you said, many, many experiences in between that have definitely said, you know what, Stacy, you need to be the one that does this because this is, this is a big deal and you need to stop this. And again, I don't want my children or anyone I know or love to be put in the position that I was put in, 
Right. What they choose to do with the information is up to them, but I need to provide the information. Yeah. And it is incredible. If you look online, you can reach so many more people. It, it really is a blessing to be able to get the word out and help more and, and more and more. So this is exciting. You are such an amazing example of how, and I've seen this in so many other women recently as I've been interviewing, but you're such a shining example of working with, not even through because you're not cured, but working with something really traumatic and turning it into your passion to touch and help the lives of so many other people. It's incredible. I just love your mission. So tell me, you know, at what point, because I think you said that you, you focus specifically, I mean, you bring a lot of different components together, but your expertise is nutrition. Is that right now? Yes. So one of the things that I noticed that as I was doing my research is everybody's talking about the gut, the gut, the immune systems in the gut. And that is absolutely true. 80% of our immune system is in our gut, but just healing the gut is not going to stop inflammation or stress on the body. And so I focused in the beginning because that's all I'd heard is I thought, you know what, I want to be a functional nutrition practitioner. And so I went on and and did some training and got, and did all of that. um, And then started realizing it is so much bigger than the gut. Yes, the immune system and healing the gut is absolutely vital, but it's not the only component. And so many of these autoimmune programs are healing the gut, healing the gut, let's do supplementation. And they're not addressing a lot of the other issues, or if they are, they're very ambiguous. So any kind of stress on the body, which could be emotional, physical, spiritual, sexual, financial, I mean, any kind of stress that you have on your body and everybody can think of the stress that they have as well as occupational. I mean, a lot of times we spend more time with them than we spend with our own families. If there is something that's causing you stress, constant chronic stress that is causing inflammation and inflammation is the root of all disease period. And so if you're having stress all the time, you're flaring up inflammation in your body and you're causing a disease process. And so one of the things I like to always put it out there is, are you feeding the disease or are you feeding wellness? And that's one of the things we have to, we have to really think about. And what I realized is that feeding your body doesn't necessarily mean the food that you put in your mouth is everything. It's the emotions that you feel. It's the the talk that you have in your head. Mm -hmm. If it's causing you stress, then you're causing your body a disease process. And so that was one of the the big things was that when I come up with a program, I want to help people figure out the stress that they have in their body, work with them on the nutrition part, but then help them heal themselves because that's what our bodies were meant to do is heal themselves. We have done everything to screw that up. Our bodies will do it. Um, And then allow them to learn the tools specific to what they need to heal themselves. And it's been an absolutely amazing experience. I work with over 30 experts right now from around the world to teach their specific technique to, to people to heal themselves and figure out exactly what, what's wrong. And it's all the way, everything, obviously I work with nutrition, but I work with people on how to heal your sleep. I work on merit with a marriage counselor. I work with a child psychiatrist and psychologist. 
I work with a sex therapist, a financial advisor, anything in your life that's causing you stress. I want you to have the tools to fix it or become informed about it, educate yourself and change it because your whole goal should be to heal yourself. And it's kind of a legacy as well, because if you heal yourself, imagine you're going to start feeding your children better. You're going to start talking to them differently. You're going to notice people around you that you love and adore. And you're noticing, you'll notice what they're doing. And if they're starting to have some symptoms, you can help them. So it's a ripple effect. And that's, that's what this whole thing is about. It's not just about helping others, but it's how can you help Mm -hmm. others and then they help and they help. And so how great would that be? It's so true. When we improve ourselves, it always affects the people and the world around us, whatever we're doing, Absolutely. whether it's bad or good, it affects those around us. So it really Absolutely. is a, a ripple effect. So did you have a lot of stress in your life? And did that somehow working through that and nutrition impact? Obviously, it's influenced what you're teaching today. How did you implement that in your own life or how did you recognize it to do something different? I think deep down in our souls, we all know when we're in stressful situations. Unfortunately, when I was married the first time, I was married very young. I had children very young and we had, I always like to say, a very passionate marriage. It was both physically, emotionally, intellectually abusive relationship. And unfortunately, in my mindset, I thought, well, I have children with this man and I need to keep a family unit together. And I decided my whole goal would be to figure out a way to obviously keep us together. But I also went to school full time. I had three full time kids. I also worked full time. So my way of handling that stress was obviously compounding the stress, but Mm. to stay away from the home because what I was And what was there was not where I wanted to be and not who I wanted to be. And so I was really trying to enrich myself, but then obviously having three kids going to school, having a kind of a horrible marriage at home, as well as, you know, full-time job, I was just layering on the stress. And so, so I now looking back, I definitely see, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? And, you know, I think the part that makes it the most difficult for me is, the baggage that we carry isn't always our own and it's not anyone's fault. The beliefs and the culture that we get from our parents and their parents and their parents, that belief system is ingrained in us. And we take that information from our parents because we know that we think that what they're doing is for the best. And so what I believed was because I had young children and I was young that I stay married and you do it for life. And unfortunately that's not necessarily the case. And so I luckily, when I started going through this whole process and realized, wow, I can't do this anymore. I need to break free. And no one goes into a marriage thinking that they want a divorce. But looking back now, that's one of the reasons why I say what doesn't challenge us doesn't change us because you're scared to death when you go through a divorce, especially having three small kids, having an autoimmune disease, you start to think in your head, who's going to want me? But looking back now, oh my gosh, that was the greatest thing he could have possibly done for me is allow me to feel how resentful and angry I did in order to close that door and open up an amazing experience. And then doing the functional medicine, absolutely, I have noticed amazing, amazing changes 
But then again, I also work with other practitioners Mm -hmm. to do other alternative things as well. And so I can't say that it's been necessarily nutrition that has done the whole change in me, but absolutely. Nutrition is a huge part, but you've got to get other things in place before nutrition can even take hold. Well, I hear you. You eliminated a lot of stress, which had a big impact. Congratulations. And I always heard heard when you, you know, when they had that stress, I was like, oh, it's just like a weight off my shoulders. And if you are living under chronic stress, once you don't have it anymore, it really is. It's like you're lighter. And that's such a hard thing to explain to people is if you're living with stress all the time, it changes who you are. It changes who you want to be. And I didn't realize that until I stopped being that person that I was not a nice person. I was very self-absorbed. I was very angry, very resentful. And I was just fueling disease, fueling disease. I mean, I was feeding it with both, both, with both hands. And once I was able to forgive, and once I was able to take that stress off my plate and realize the things that were important to me are not important to me. And I need to stop running away from and start facing what was going on. I'm not kidding you. I felt a hundred pounds lighter. And that was such an amazing, amazing experience, but it's so hard to explain to people if you haven't been through it. And now looking back, I think, wow, if I wouldn't have went through those things, I wouldn't be who I am. I think I needed to be humbled and that's not a bad thing. And I look at getting MS and the progression of MS as a blessing. And I know that's going to sound funny to people, but if it wouldn't have been for MS, I wouldn't have changed. And And I love who I am. I love my life. I love my family. I mean, I don't want to sound like sunshine and roses because I do have bad days, but oh my gosh, I wake up every day and I thank God. And I said, I know people who have them asked to look at me as I progress and thought, thank God I'm not there. Mm-hmm. But when I wake up, there's always somebody that could, it could always could be worse. Mm-hmm. And I thank God every day that I wake up and to get to see my grandbabies and get to see another day because mm-hmm. I have so much more to do. And if I would just sit and wallow in my own self-pity, I couldn't help anybody. Right. Wow. So, Like there are so many great takeaways right there. I'm just not sure where to start. But I think the quote that you started us with, we just came full circle. But doesn't just doesn't change. Right. Right. You, you definitely are a living example of that. And the power of counting our blessings and looking for all the positives that we all have, the power in that and how it just kind of expands, even though if you wanted to have a negative attitude, I think you sound like you have a lot of things you could pick on there and and dwell on if you so choose, but I'm glad you don't because it would have been a very different conversation. Absolutely. You, well, I kind of um, look at it. Um, I kind of look at it like you know when, as women, when we're shaving our legs and you don't notice, and then all of a sudden you see that you're bleeding, and then all of a sudden you feel the pain. Mm-hmm. If you dwell on it, yeah, then as soon as you feel the pain of that of that where you cut yourself, then you notice it. But if you don't put your energy towards it, just like with me, I I live every day with certain things going on. Obviously, I have MS, but if I dwell on it then that's all that's, that it's totally consuming. Then every little Mm -hmm. pain is a huge pain. And the Mm -hmm. next thing you know, I start harboring that resentment and everything else again. And 
we all have pain. We all have bad days. We all have good days. And I don't want to sound like I'm always sunshine and rainbows because we all do have, but it's all how you look at it. I don't have bad days like I did before. And I still always try to see the brighter side of it because if I can still get up, if I can still move, if I can still talk to my grandchildren, if I can still do the things that I do and still feel the love that I feel, it isn't such a bad day. It's an amazing day. That's awesome. Well, I am just so excited to find out more about your program and share some of this information with women that really need to check it out, I think, because as you said, autoimmune disease sounds like something that most of us have had experience with at some point. Um, So would you say, is there anything that we haven't highlighted enough that you want to make sure you drive home as we wrap up? Not necessary. We've had a lot of great, great things ground covered here, but, you know, is there a, I don't know, a daily practice that you have you'd like to share or just something we haven't really dwelled on that you want to make sure that we take home? Um, Absolutely. So one of the things that I definitely want to say is if you're having any symptoms, whether it's from a rash, dandruff, joint pain, anything like that, if you're having any kind of symptom, whether you went to the doctor and gotten lab work and there's been nothing wrong with you or you have an autoimmune disease, you have inflammation and inflammation is caused by stress on the body. And it's not just what we think of as emotional stress, but it could be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. There are tons of ways that we get stressed in our body, but inflammation is the root of all illness. And so whether you have a diagnosis or whether you just have symptoms that I consider or say are unexplained, they're not unexplained. Any symptom is a way of your body saying, please, there's something wrong in here. I used an example one time when I said, you know, if you go because you have heartburn, you go to the doctor and you get a pill. Okay. The heartburn goes away. The next thing you know, you wake up and you have joint pain. Well, you don't have heartburn anymore because you're taking a pill to take care of that. So you go to the doctor for the joint pain and he gives you an, you know, an anti-inflammatory. So you take the anti-inflammatory. The next thing you know, you're starting getting headaches and you're just like, oh my gosh. So I'm taking a pill for my, aunt, my stomach. I'm taking something for my knees so they don't hurt. Now I'm taking an, as, you know, an, uh, an Advil or whatever for my headache. Your symptoms are going to continue. They're just going to keep coming differently. We need to, as soon as we have a symptom, stop and be very mindful. And that's the whole premise of the program as well. Let's look. The symptom is just, if if a friend came to you and said something, I'm having this pain, you would work with them. Your body needs to be your friend. And when you have a symptom, it's your body's way. It's the only way it can communicate. It's It's the way of saying, there's something going wrong in here and we need to figure out what that is and stop stuffing pills to to Mm. shut it up because it's going to talk to you in other ways. Like I said, whether it's a rash, whether it's acne, it's pain, whatever insomnia, whatever that is, that's your body's way of saying, I'm not functioning. Yeah. I'm not functioning properly. Please help me. And we just keep stuffing pills and just saying, shut up, shut up. Don't shut them up. You wouldn't tell your friend when they're telling you they're having a problem, shut up, shut up, shut up. But yet that's what we do to our bodies Mm -hmm. all the time. And so that's what this really, that's what this program was all about was let's, let's, let's really look and see what's causing us stress. What's causing us inflammation, because right now we may have 
let's say we have acne, acne is an autoimmune disease, which people don't often realize. Is it okay that we have acne now that we don't stop anything, we don't change anything and we keep throwing those pills in that we end up with cancer later? That's not okay. And I want people to realize it, whatever you have, whether you have a symptom, mm -hmm. you don't need a diagnosis. Let's stop it before you get a diagnosis or before you get cancer or before you get something else. Let's stop it when we can and just learn. And just, you don't know what you don't know. And that's what this program is. I want you to know. So yeah, I, there was another great quote there that I want to pull out. Your body needs to be your friend. That, Absolutely. oh my goodness, that is a good one. You all write that down. <laughs> I think there's a lot of us that could uh, need to drive that point home. Your body needs to be your friend. That's great. Really powerful wisdom shared. Thank you, Stacy. So how can people learn more about you and your program or connect if they'd like to follow up? Absolutely. So with the program, it's not, I don't tell you it's a six week program. We're going to change everything. We're just going to work on your gut. Like I said, what I work on is because I am a functional nutrition counselor, I work on the eight pillars of wellness and those are everything from the physical and we work on sleep. We work on nutrition. We work on movement and movement, wherever you're at, we work on the emotional and relationships, we work on social, we work on the toxins because our bodies are a huge, our skin is mm -hmm. a huge absorbing. And so the stuff that we're putting in is actually filling our toxic bucket. And we have all of these, what I consider the eight pillars of wellness are eight faucets going and you only have a bucket that your body can handle. And once it gets full, the overflow is the symptoms. And so if you have eight faucets going full blast, just because you turn one off, you still mm -hmm. have seven going full blast, your bucket is still overflowing. So on this program, we work on all eight areas and I have experts from around the world that are teaching their specific tools so we don't give you ambiguous, like, oh, you just need to not have as much stress. If I knew how to do that, I wouldn't be in this situation. That was part of the premises. When I work with the experts, they give me a demonstration video demonstrating step-by-step -step for people to able to implement those tools mm -hmm. to start utilizing them and implementing them in their, in their bodies and in their routines every single day. And so it works on everything. I have a financial advisor. I have everything. I mean, anything that's causing the body stress, I want somebody to tell you a technique or to give you information on how to fix it. And so it's not a six week program. This is a low and slow. We're going to mm -hmm. change you. We're going to change everything about you, but we're going to do it low and slow because how many times have we started a program mm -hmm. and it's overwhelming and we stop just like a diet or anything else. Yep. I don't want to say, well, you need to change all of these things go yep. um, because that's not doable. Nope. And so we do this low and slow because I want you to look when day one I'm here and on day 365, day 365 a year from now, you're like, oh my gosh, it was such an easy transition. And I am so much different now, but it isn't, it wasn't at all, it wasn't all a burden on you. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the program really is. It's about low and slow. And we, I work with you the entire time. I have a weekly Facebook pit, you know, group mm -hmm. where you can ask questions. But you can find all this information on www.askstacynow.com. And I'll provide you that information or you can find on Instagram or I have a Facebook live every Wednesday at one on the Ask Stacy Now Facebook page. And I talk about everything and I ask for questions. And if people have a question about their specific situation, if they send it to me and I don't have the answer to it because it's not my area of expertise, 
I reach out to one of my experts and we do a Facebook live together because I want people to have answers and I want people to know how to fix their situation. And so I don't want to be the expert on everything because that's, that's not what I'm about. I want to get people in touch with the experts and give them the true information about ways that they can heal themselves and actually do the things that they need to do to heal themselves. And I'm a big fan of, and, and if anybody goes on Ask Stacy now or my Facebook page, mm-hmm. 2021 has really been the year for Stacy to, to own it. And so if you have the information and you choose not to use it and not change anything, just know that you, the journey that you're on right now is going to be the journey you're going to stay on and the destination is going to be the same. So if you change nothing, if you have an autoimmune disease, yep. the progression of the disease will continue. But if you make the decision to make the change, own that as well and pat yourself on the back because you've made a huge change in your life that takes respect. And that takes a lot of, and honor yourself for that because that's a big deal. And people don't often do that. They don't give themselves the praise that they should. Mm. But own it means if you make the decision not to change, own it. Don't blame anybody else. Take full responsibility for it. Okay. But own it also means find out everything that you can because you can change your life. And whether it's you have an autoimmune disease or you hate your job or whatever it is, there is something in this program for you because any stress is bad stress Mm -hmm. and long-term stress is disease. And I don't want that. And so definitely if you're interested in anything, please reach out to me because like I said, if I don't have the answers, I'll get you the answers from somebody who will know. And this program is is, is absolutely amazing. And I work with people all around the world and it's just been a huge experience and everything I don't know, I'm still learning and I'm healing this too. And I said, I kind of jokingly said, my kids are now calling me the tree hugging mom because <laughs> every time I learn something, I'm on the phone or I'm on FaceTime. I'm like, Oh, guess what I just learned. And we can do this. And, <laughs> and so I mean, even the suckers I give my grandbabies are there's no sugar added and and fortified with aloe vera to help their stomachs and everything is, it's just so amazing. And it's a ripple effect because I want everyone to be healthy. And especially right now we're in such a stressful state. Yes. I just want people to realize that you have, you can control your emotions. No one can make you be anything. They can't make you angry. They can't make you anything. It's how you respond, but you've got to love yourself. And when you don't love yourself, the things we say in our head to ourselves are worse than anything anyone can say to us. And that cause we cause ourselves a lot of stress. And it's really big for me. I don't want anyone to have to go through yeah. this after, you know, 30 years of having the disease. And now I have to unpack all that crud for the 30 years that I've been doing or the 50 years that I've been putting all of this on me. I don't want somebody else to have to do that. If you can stop it now, yeah. when you just have a symptom. Let's stop it now. Amazing and inspiring words. Thank you, Stacy. I look forward to hearing about all the women that are going to take action on that and yes, um, 80, make friends with their bodies. Absolutely. And 80% of the 50 million, 80% are women. 80%, unfortunately, of all autoimmune diseases are women. Really? Are, women. Yes. So, I wonder if that's because we internalize more and men will just go hit something. Or, well, I, you know. I find that, yes. And I find with men, it's that they actually work with their issues through a lot of times, like you said, drinking. There's a lot of times addiction, not that women don't have those as well, but mm-hmm. a lot of 
not, I don't want to stereotype, but in a lot of cases, women take on the role of everyone mm -hmm. and we put ourselves behind. We've been told to, it's very selfish for you to do any kind of self-care. And so we're taking on the schedules of our children, yep. of our spouse, of the household. Yep. And we put ourselves back. And that's the problem is if we don't take care of ourselves, then they, you can't take care of others. And so it's really important that we take care of ourselves first. And it is not selfish to take care of yourself first and love yourself first, because in turn, you're teaching your daughters that they're important. And you're teaching them if you're in a relationship, how other people should treat them. And that's extremely important as well. If you don't take care of yourselves and you wear yourself down and you become unhealthy, you're now teaching your daughters and your children that when you get older, you're not important. You need to become sick and put everybody else first. That yep. is not how you want. That's not how you want to raise your children either. So, so yes, 80% yep. of all immune diseases are women. Yeah, that does make sense. All right. So you all take action, inspired action on that. And uh, Stacey, this has been great. Thank you. I look forward to watching your lives and learning some things. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. We will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. If you're committed to embracing change, or you'd like to be, and your continuous evolution, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and join our email list for even more value. You'll find a link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm looking forward to sharing with you on the next episode. Make it a great day.